The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to a special holiday edition of the Men's Advocate Show. Uh, I want to wish everybody a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy good times with your family and friends and loved ones. Um, today, we have a really great show. Um, it's going to be uh, on the subject of don't be a good guy openly. And we're going to talk about what that means. Um, by the way, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we had a really terrific show last time. And it was on the history of the bad boy. Why do they exist? And why do women want them? If you happen to have missed it, no problem. You can catch this show and all of my shows. In fact, some of my new listeners are doing some binge listening. You might have a few days off. You might have some time to um, plug me into your smartphone or your laptop or tablet, computer, and listen on the TuneIn app. You can find me uh, when you Google TuneIn forward slash Linda Gross and you can listen to the whole archive of shows. So I'd be happy that, that you do that. Also, if you like, if you like to um, subscribe to the TuneIn app, and that way you will be um, messaged when a new show appears. And also remember to subscribe to my Facebook fan page. Same name as the show, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. So uh, hit the like page button. And that will tell you uh, what we're going to be talking about, who the guests are, what the topics are, if I have any special links with regard to something I've talked about on the show. I put all of that stuff on the Facebook fan page. All right. So let's, let's jump into today's topic, which is don't be a good guy openly. So just like poker, you don't want to show your hand early on to your girl. Make her wait. And there are several um, reasons for doing this that are beneficial reasons for doing this. For example, you wouldn't make a big purchase like a car or buying a house with, you know, only um, seeing the first car or house that, that you saw. No, you would evaluate, you would look over your finances, you would make sure the comp comparables are, are correct, you would make sure the deal is right, you would make sure that um, it's the type of car you want. You know, you're evaluating on many different levels. So don't be too quick to let her into your circle um, without evaluating her first, all right? So make her earn it. Make the girl Earn it before you reveal that side of you. Um, what I teach on the Men's Advocate Show and also with my book, Mastering Women, which you can find on Amazon as well as on my website, themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com, I teach good guy. I teach how to be a solid good guy. This is your birthright. This is what you were born with. This is what you inherently have. So if you've deviated from being a good guy, it means that something happened along the way to cause you to be otherwise. So you probably went to one extreme or the other. One extreme is you might have gone to the nice guy um, extreme, and we're going to talk about that in just a moment, about being possibly a people pleaser and why you went to that uh, avenue, 
Or sometimes the guy goes in the other extreme and they become arrogant and cocky and a player and a bad boy. So again, these are deviant, the two ends of the spectrum are deviant behaviors. Usually you have gone there because, um, because you were hurt perhaps or perhaps you were raised by a single mom or you had very strict uh, had a very strict religious upbringing where you're going to church once, twice, three times a week, and they have brainwashed you in a certain way to be this way. Okay, so um, you don't have to be that way. You can go back to your natural roots, and that's what we're going to talk about is being a good guy. All right, so good guys, first and foremost, you have to show your confidence. And if you don't know how to get that confidence, that is drill number one. That's lesson number one. I'd say more than 50% of my book relates to how to build confidence. It's such an important feature. In fact, it is the number one most important quality that women are looking for. So without it, you're not going to get too far. You might get abused and hurt and played and, you know, all kinds of nasty habits that she might play on you that aren't going to do um, you or your self-esteem any favors. So confidence, that's that's a great place to, um, that's a good characteristic for all good guys to have. Now, I'm going to teach you a really big secret. Like I was telling you a moment ago, guys are either on the nice guy end or they're on the arrogant and cocky end. Here is the secret. Be in the middle. There is a middle. I bet you didn't realize that, but there is a middle. Okay, so what does your secret power lies in the middle? I want you to understand that. So the middle is being a gentleman, being reserved, and being neutral. You're in the middle. You you um, come across as like matter of fact. There's no anger issues involved, and there's no on the other end. There's no wimpy uh, issues involved. You're in the middle. Okay. So you're in the middle until you evaluate the situation, till you evaluate the, this girl to see if she's worth your time, worth your trouble, worth your investment. You're in evaluation mode in the beginning stages of dating. I think nice guys are nice because they have something to prove. They want to be liked. They want to be accepted. But the bottom line is, Doing the nice guy behavior, um, it gets needy, and needy is not an attractive uh, position to be in. To be needed is a good guy trait, but being needy is not a good guy trait. So that's a characteristic that we will want to drop. Good guys, on the other hand, have nothing to prove. If anything, they are secretly watching her to see if she will prove herself, to see if her true colors will come to the fore. Okay, do you see the difference? Do you see how that shifts the power from her to you by doing it like that? All right. So um, I'm going to tell you a story about my mom. I broke a habit of hers that she had for many, many years, way too long. Um, and I'm going to show you the parallel of how that story is and the nice guy, how, how they're very similar. So let's catch you on the other side of the break, and uh, we'll talk about mom's story. You
You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Do you have a business or are you thinking about starting one? Do you have contracts, leases, and other documents that need legal review to ensure you are protected? If so, contact the law offices of Michael W. Brown for assistance. With over 20 years experience advising clients on business matters, they provide practical legal advice to help you succeed. Their goal is to give the right answer for you, not just the legal answer. Initial consultations are always free. Visit mwb-law.net or call 949 949- 636-8128. That's the law offices of Michael W. Brown. 949-636-8128. Hey guys, want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross, on KMET 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We're talking today about don't be a good guy openly in the beginning stages of dating. What I want you to do is I want you to evaluate her. Uh, Make sure that she earns it. Make sure that she is earning your good traits and your good guy uh, behavior. And just like poker, don't show her your hand early on. All right, so we're talking about that. So... um, Anyway, uh, let me just look at one thing here. I don't know if I have that available. (laughs) Okay, I might have to look it up online. All right, while we're doing that. Okay, so I was going to tell you a story about my mom. She had a really bad habit that she kept recounting this bad event that happened in her life. And I knew by, um, you know, recounting this story again and again and again, it wasn't doing her any favors. It didn't make her feel better. And in fact, invariably, it made her feel worse. So why keep telling the story over and over again? So I thought I would break her of this bad habit. So it was like a stuck needle. I mean, she kept going back to the point in time where this story happened and all the horrible negative feelings that go along with it, okay? So I told her, you need to stop this behavior. And I gave her six months to stop the behavior. And I said, I'm going to remind you gently that you need to stop this behavior. Otherwise, I'm walking out of the room or leaving the premises if you bring up this story one more time. So... You know, of course, she, you know, uh, went off track several times and, um, you know, she went off track several times and I had to correct her, had to correct her. We got towards the end, was getting close to the end of the six months and she still hadn't broken the that, that track record. So, um, okay, here it is. Um, so she still hadn't broken that track record and uh, I said, 
and she and she said to me, "Okay, I'm almost ready to give this up. I'm almost ready to not tell this story ever again." I said, "Good." And she goes, "But Linda, what will I do instead? What will I do with myself instead of telling?" She was so associated with this story that like what kind of person would she be without the story? And that's what I want you nice guys to realize. Um, what would you be? What kind of person would you be? What kind of man would you be if you didn't have the nice guy trait to fall back on? You'd have to grow up. You'd have to do something different. There's a reason why you're doing the nice guy routine. Sometimes it's because um, you're you're uh, trying to seek approval. Sometimes it's because you can't close the deal and magically you think she's going to close the deal for you. Um, of course, you know, these are just fallacies and they're just going to keep you in stuck mode. So it's not a, not a good thing um, to come from that place. So I want you to ask yourself the question that my mom asked herself is what would I be instead? What would I do instead? So if I took away from you your ability to be nice guy, how would this look? You would automatically have to go back into good guy status. You would, you would, because that's your natural state. You got um, kicked off to nice guy status for the reasons that we mentioned previously, and they're not serving you. So if they're not serving you, why are you so married to it? You have to stop. And the scarier question is, what am I going to do now? Like, what, what do I need to adopt? What do I need to read or practice or gain knowledge in to make myself be closer to the good guy side? And... That is your growth. That is your spirituality. That is why you're here. You're here to be happy. So giving yourself uh, the nice guy status really isn't making you happy. It's just making you neurotic. I mean, it's a big time waster, but it's not getting you where you need to go. You know, you're not closing the deal. Um, you may or may not be getting uh, approval from her and at the end of the deal, you know, she only wants you as a friend zone anyway. So you're still not getting your needs met. So you have to take the steps to figure out how am I going to get from here to there. If I drop the nice guy, what do I need to do? What do I need to practice once a day to get to the good guy? While we're answering that question, I just had a a listener say that he wasn't able to hop onto the TuneIn app. So if if they're if it's experiencing technical difficulties, go to um, KMET fourteen ninety AM dot com, KMET fourteen ninety AM dot com, and then hit the full launch player. Okay, or I'm sorry, launch full player. All right, good. Um, thanks for posting that to me. By the way, I am looking at your comments on the Facebook uh, on the Facebook app. So um, if you want me to respond to something or if you're too shy to call in, um, you're welcome to leave a message on my Facebook app and um, on my Facebook page and I will uh, be happy to review it there. So for those of you who want to chime in on this topic, the call-in number is 951 951- Nine two two thirty five thirty two. That's nine five one nine two two thirty five thirty two. Okay, so one way to get you out of nice guy status is practice with people that are non-threatening. Practice with the fours and the sevens. Get used to not being a yes man. Just see what it feels like if you were to shift that power because in, in reality, it is you who has the power. It's not the girl. The girl is in her pick-me, pick-me mode. You should be in the mode where you're doing the selecting. That's how it works best in nature. 
The guy is the leader. The guy is the one who's doing the selecting. The guy who is the one that's doing the evaluating. And the guy is the one that will eventually pick her if she's the right person. So you're in the driver's seat. So come from that place. And when you come from that place that you are in control, meaning not her, then guess what happens? You get a double bonus, and the other bonus is you earn respect from her, which is something that most guys need and want. They want her respect. They don't want to be seeking approval. They want to come from a place where the girl is giving the guy respect. Do you see the difference? All right, good. Okay. Um, I think many men are afraid of her. They're afraid of women. They put women on a pedestal um, and they, they're, um, you know, by putting her on a pedestal, just visually, like if you were to picture that in your head, just visually it says that she is somehow above you. And that's not the case. That's not the case. So let's turn this around because in reality, she is the one who is getting picked by you. So you just have to, you know, it's kind of like this thing where is a glass half empty or is a glass half full? You kind of have to look at it like you you are in charge of this situation and you can and will make a difference. So start start with some somebody that's easy. Start with the fours and the sevens because, you know, it's not going to be the end of the world if, you know, if she doesn't follow through. That is your practice zone. That is your spring training. Use that for several months until you get to the point where you feel very confident about what you're doing. Okay? Do you see that? All right. So, um, I want to tell you about my my 90-day rule. Um, you know, a lot of women get told the following, that, that you know, don't have sex on the first night and, you know, you're going to be considered, you know, a, a loose woman or, um, you know, things of that nature. In fact, Steve Harvey wrote a book and said, and he tells women to wait 90 days for sex. Well, let's turn the tables here. What would happen if you waited 90 days to be to show your good guy see so if she's withholding something that is valuable to her you in turn should withhold something that is valuable to you I'm not saying to not be a good guy of course you're going to eventually reveal your good guy status to the, the woman who is worthy but I'm just saying don't let all your cards out day one Okay, so how do we make that happen? Now, 90 days might be a really long time in dog years. I'm not saying it has to be 90 days. So the key thing that you want to look for is reciprocity. So um, if you give a little, she should be giving a little back. If you give a little, she should be giving a little back. So there should be this volleyball effect where you're tossing the ball over the net and she's swinging and she's tossing the ball back to you. It's a give and take, give and take. So you want to see that there's a consistency to the give and take. Is she making the date? Is she breaking the date? Is she on time? Does she, uh, does she walk the walk and talk the talk? Does she mean what she says? Um, is she consistent with her words and also with her actions? That's what you're going to look for. So it's called reciprocity, that you don't want to reveal too much of your good guy behavior until you see that you're getting it back in return. Does that make sense? It's kind of like investing um, in the stock market. You wouldn't want to just loosely be get, throwing your money away to a bad stock if your bad stock is not performing. After a certain point in time, you would chuck that bad, bad stock and move on to a different stock. It, it's very similar to that. All right, we're going to talk um, a little bit more about uh, reciprocity when we come back from the break, and uh, we'll see you back in just a moment. Uh, and please call me, 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. 
you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Awesome, everybody. Welcome back to the Men's Advocate Show. Today we were talking about uh, the good guy, and my recommendation is to go back to your natural inherent roots, which are to be a good guy, not to be on either extreme. The nice guy is one extreme, and the other extreme might be the person who is cocky and arrogant. So I'm suggesting that your power lies in the middle not being at either extreme. So you're at a situation where you are evaluating and you are checking for reciprocity, making sure that um, the good deeds that you do, that some of that comes back to you in good ways from the girl, that you are constantly in a state of evaluating the situation just to make sure if she's worthy of your time and effort. Uh, remember that the nice guy, some, some of the nice guys are that way because they're people-pleasing. And the people-pleasing is generally a female characteristic. It's a yielding personality trait rather than a leading personality trait. So you want to come from a place of leading uh, the situation, leading the relationship, setting the tone for the relationship, knowing what your line in the sand is as to what you will, will and will not accept from the girl. That's a leading personality. So when the girl is consistently showing you her colors in a good way, then you can slowly unravel all the good parts about you. So again, just like, you know, the uh, story I was telling you about my mom, you have to consider what would that look like? What would I need to do with myself to learn and grow and grow into this role of being a good guy? Um, it, because if you're not allowed to reveal the good guy too much too soon, what would you do instead? Well, that's a, it's a very big void that you have to fill. And it's <laughs> one of these meaning of life kind of questions. But, you know, over the course of the coming weeks, we will answer that question. So what would you do instead? All right. Okay. Um, you know, this 90-day rule, I went on a couple of months ago, I went on a female relationship host, hostess show um, and she, I told her this 90-day rule about not, not having the nice guy, um, you know, reveal all his good characteristics too fast, too soon, and she nearly threw a brick at me. She's like, <laughs> it was just such a shocking 
revelation to her that I could even come from that place. Yet we think nothing of women withholding sex, you know, in the early stages. Somehow that's accepted and that's the norm. And she almost, you know, like beat me up in the parking lot. I mean, it was like I, I, I felt like, you know, I was such a traitor to her by, by divulging this. And I think that sentence really got to her and she called me a couple of days later and she says, you know, I see your point. I see why this is such an important skill to have is to, you know, wait and see and evaluate. All right. Okay. Um, let's uh, shift gears a little bit. Um, two weeks ago we had a show. This was on November 11th on first dates. And I had a couple of questions from the first date show that I'd like to uh, share with you and answer some of those questions. Uh, one one uh, listener was saying, Linda, is it okay to take someone to uh, the pool table, um, you know, like play pool at on a first date? Absolutely. It's fun. It's easy to do. It's something, again, that's physical. It's something in general that probably could take an hour or less, which is my rule. So, um, the pool table halls, absolutely. Go go ahead and do that. Sometimes you can get an upscale hall. Sometimes you can get a dive bar that happens to have a, a pool table in it. Um, I think that's I think it's a great first date idea. So I say yes to that one. Um, okay, another reader is asking me, Linda, isn't it isn't a long date a good thing? Doesn't it mean that we have things in common and we're getting along? So if the date goes from location one to location two or it spills over into a multi-hour date, isn't that a good thing? Okay, the answer to that one is no. Um, because if you guys are clicking and having a good time, that is a perfect opportunity to look forward to seeing each other again. Once again, don't spill all your all your beans in the first uh, moment of seeing her because it comes across as needy. And you want to set the tone to where she looks forward to seeing you again. So no, I would say try to do everything in your power to curtail a long date. And if you're having fun on date one, it usually will be the case that, that you you will continue to have fun because both of you are doing something right and both of you are clicking. So um, it's a good thing. If if you don't want to have an extended date, meaning it's just dead air and you're not connecting, then that's an opportunity to like close the date and move on to another person. Um, so it's a good thing, but you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do all of that, you know, on a five-hour first date. Please don't tell me that you guys do this. I know a lot of people do it, but um, it's not smart. You want to set the tone for the future. Okay. Um, another question asker says, Linda, what was your your best first date? Okay. I think, well, nowhere in my book is there mention of the word money. I know you guys all think that girls are after money and a lot of them are gold diggers. And if you keep attracting that money issue, you will keep attracting the negative aspect of women, which is the gold digger, uh, the one who is hungry for money. In fact, I, I can't tell you how many women I have interviewed and they absolutely go out with this guy because they take because the guy takes her on a $200 dinner. So she gets to um, be an attention magnet. She gets to walk into the restaurant with her high heels or her fancy purse or her sexy dress or whatever it is. She gets to show off in front of other people. And a lot of women love coming from that place. And a lot of women tell me that, you know, it's if they go out to this $200 dinner, you know, they can have a meal for two or three days because they're not really eating the whole thing. They might take a doggy bag. So, um, you know, it, it extends um, their eating and they're saying that eating is expensive, shopping and marketing and going out to dinner is expensive. So if this guy's going to lay down $200 for dinner, I'm taking it. And so... My response to these women is, 
why? Why would you do that when you can get a guy who really is into you and you're into them um, and then the $200 dinner makes sense? But if you're not into the guy at all, you're just using the guy. And, you know, they tell me these horror stories about how the guy is, you know, he is um, untidy or unclean or unhygienic or or he's got bad teeth or grease under his nails or like whatever it is that they're like um, openly criticizing to me about this $200 date person, but they're not saying anything to him. I mean, like, why spend an hour of your time, two hours of your time going to a nice dinner with somebody that you don't care about? So for you guys who are listening to the show, the flip side of that is true, too. So that's why I don't want you to spend $200 on dinner with somebody that you don't really care about, and more importantly, if there's reciprocity there, that she doesn't care about you. So you're not doing a good job with determining if she is into you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be taken to the cleaners like this. So I would say don't do this uh, $200 date. Now, remember on, um, on the two-week-ago show, on the, on the uh, first date show, I told you don't go on, go, don't, uh, sorry, don't go out to dinner on date number one, but it's okay to go out to dinner on date number two. Again, you want to reveal your hand slowly. Don't go out to the $200 dinner on date two. You know, that might be date three or date four or date five. So when you go out on date two, it's okay to go to dinner. It's okay It's okay to spend a little more time on the second date. But, you know, again, let her graduate to that stage. Maybe the first time around, you're taking her to... Um, your local mom-and-pop restaurant that might be $30, 40 $50, something like that, and, and you top it out. Or maybe you do something really easy, like you go to a hot dog stand or um, you know something like that and just keep it easy. Maybe you get a slice of pizza. You know, these kinds of things could be like even under the $20 range. So I would say build up to it and let her earn that more expensive date, the $200 date. You shouldn't be going on a $200 date unless, you know, both of you are so into each other and so, you know, in love and you totally know that she's into you. Then in that scenario, be my guest, go ahead. All right, so getting back to the question, um, what was my first, uh, what was my best first date? I had this guy, oh, I was going to say, any... In my mind, I think any person that has money, it's easy to throw money. It doesn't take any uh, effort. It doesn't take any creativity. It doesn't take any imagination to do something other than throw money at you. So they're going to impress you by going to the fancy restaurant. But for me, I'm not easily impressed that way. So I want to see what is your bag of tricks that that is going to win me over. And so my best date was he kept it very short and very sweet, and it was very simple. He said, sunset is at 8, meet me, at, meet me on the sand at 7 p.m. And I didn't know what to expect, so I, he told me the, the guardhouse station that I was supposed to meet him at. So I brought lawn chairs and a blanket. And he happened to bring a nice bottle of wine and a few different cheeses. And we had a great talk, and it was on the sand. It was not the hustle bustle and the chaos of a noisy restaurant. And we watched the sun go down. And it was probably one of the most romantic dates I've ever been on. Um, you know, what did it cost him? You know, like a, a, a slab of cheese and some wine, probably the whole thing probably cost under $20 for him. But it wasn't the money. It was the fact that he didn't use money to win me over. He used his um, simpleness and his creativity to win me over. And that really made an impression on me, and it was very memorable. So try to go outside of the box like that. So it doesn't always have to relate to money. Okay, so when we come back from the break, we're going to take another mailbag question about um, 
my girlfriend won't stop talking to a guy. And uh, we'll see you right back after the break. guys want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less linda gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men tackle relationship issues business goals conflict resolution and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back realize the benefits now go to the men's advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way that's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Law Offices of Michael W. Brown gives the right answer for you, not just the legal answer. Initial consultations are always free. Save this number now, 949-636-8128. That's the Law Offices of Michael W. Brown, 949-636-8128. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. We're, we've been talking about the nice guys and the good guys and first dates. Um, if you've just tuned in, you're welcome to call me on these subjects, 951-922-3532, 951-922-3532. Um, I wanted to uh, let you know that Black Fi Friday and Cyber Monday are coming up. So the, this is a perfect opportunity to support my show. All you would have to do is go to my Facebook fan page, The Men's Advocate uh, Show with Linda Gross. And up at the top, uh, right where the cover picture is, there's a button that's called Shop Now shop now just click on that there's no book pur purchase required and you can do all of your usual and holiday shopping um, and there's no additional charge to you and some of the proceeds um, go to support my site um, that button is also found on my on my website themensadvocate.com uh, themensadvocate.com scroll down to the bottom and you'll see an Amazon icon you click on that Amazon link and that will take you there as well so all you have all you have to do is just start with that link in fact you might want to save that link to favorites and any of your usual shopping that you do I'm not asking you to do anything extra but um, I know the holidays are coming up and you probably uh, all of you probably are doing some Amazon shopping that will also help benefit my show. <clears throat> okay, so we have a mailbag question, and my letter writer writes, uh, my girlfriend won't stop talking to a guy that I don't like. We've been together for two years. What should I do? So obviously, I'm sure that you've already um, you know, discussed it with him, but uh, it sounds like you're not getting through to her. You probably need to discuss it one more time um, that, you know, if she continues to talk to this person, um, you know, that's your line in the sand and you're, and you're done. You're, you're going to walk away. So she needs to pick between him and you. A lot of, the, a lot of times um, there's these hanger-on guys that are in the, behind the scenes and um, really they just want to get in her pants. Unfortunately, most women 
don't understand this dynamic. They, they really don't. They think, oh, you know, I have a gay best friend or, oh, I have girlfriends. I talk to those people. I don't want sex with those people. So why is a guy any different? Well, any hot-blooded guy, they are different because sex usually is the motivating factor for most guys to talk to a girl. So, um, you know, you gotta, you've got to make that clear to her because most women don't understand this. And I wouldn't blame you one bit if you ended the relationship over this because he is undermining your power and your authority and he's trying to kind of go behind your back to see if maybe he can get some on the side, you know, behind your back. So that's not some, anything that you should take lightly. It's not anything that you should stand for. And I would say, no, don't do it. All right. So um, I'm working on some shows, uh, upcoming shows for the near future. Um, there, there is an, a fabulous uh, author that wrote wrote a piece on the ways that single mothers destroy their sons, and I read this piece and I was just uh, bowled over because it's these are items that I talk about again and again and again um, through the years uh, how um, men have sort of been been made irrelevant and not necessary. And his article goes into the hows and the whys that this happens. So I'm very excited to have him hopefully on my show in December. Also, uh, there was another case that I think I posted this on the Facebook fan page where a guy and a girl, the girl got pregnant. Um, they are unmarried. And at the last minute, she decided to give the baby up for adoption and now the the father of the child is saying, you know, don't I have any rights? And he's trying to get the rule overturned to where he gets custody of the child. So I guess if it were asked of him, he would have taken custody of the child. But he never got the chance. He was never asked. And that's how the law is written today. So I was wondering if you agree with the current law. Um, you know, there's probably a whole bunch of behind-the-scenes uh, information that um, I'd be, you know, really excited to hear from the attorney um, how much he participated during the pregnancy. It's kind of unfair to ask for full rights, you know, if he, if he had not participated, like in prenatal care and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, Lamaze classes or was he there at the birth and, you know, all these kind of questions I want to ask our guest. So um, I'd like to hear what your comments on, on this topic are as well. So currently the law says the man has no rights, that the woman can abort the child without his consent or permission, and the woman can give the baby up for adoption without his consent or permission. So do you agree with those laws? Do you think they should be overturned or you know, because he didn't marry her, he, he uh, got what he was asking for. I mean, do you come from that place? So I don't know. It's, it's like it's a topic that, um, you know, it's, it's a topic that probably will ignite a lot of different people. And I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with this topic. So anyway, um, we have... What else do we have going on here that we can talk about? It's kind of like a slow news day here. <laughs> but, um, oh, anyway, I wanted to also let you know that we have a new button and a new feature, and that is for you to suggest a topic. So if there's a topic that I haven't covered and you'd like me to cover it, you have a comment or a question, um, you can either leave a message on the my Facebook fan page. Um, you can either uh, do that, a private message, or leave it on the wall as a wall post, or you can uh, send, send it to me uh, privately from my website. There's actually a button now on my website that says, Suggest a Topic. So, um, yeah, I know you guys have concerns with regard to 
nice guys and dating and first dates and um, I'm, I met with uh, one of my clients who was asking a lot of questions about um, the initial stages of dating. He said that he doesn't have any trouble like finding the girls and he doesn't have any trouble getting them to go to the first date but then after the first date he's kind of confused as to you know how long should you wait before sex and how to escalate it to the next step. So he says a lot of times after that first date, it just kind of falls flat. And, um, you know, prior to the first date, they might have had a fair amount in common and he really liked her, she really liked him. But after that first date, it kind of falls flat. So um, what I told him is during the first date, you have to some kind of way transmit that you are sexually interested in her because otherwise um, there's no reason for her to go further or if she does go further it would just be a case of you know putting you in the friend zone so um, you know you don't want to have have that effect as as well so some of the things that you might try to do is if you're sitting side by side maybe you might want to brush up your leg against her leg and and all these things you kind of have to do it quote unquote accidentally even though it is kind of planned you have to make it seem like it's an accidental uh, thing that you that your thigh brushed up against her thigh or you can uh, touch let's say you're very excited you're telling her a story or recounting something and you touch her forehead forearm that's another way to let her know maybe you're helping her on with her jacket spend an extra few seconds touching her shoulder again these are all ways to get her connected to you to get her physically connected to you so you will want I mean I'm not saying have sex on the first date but you will want to let her know that there is some sort of physical attraction and at the end of the first date, if it hasn't come up already organically, it's perfectly okay to kiss her. It's perfectly okay to French kiss her. And the benefit in doing that is that you transfer testosterone from your mouth to, um, to her by your saliva. So, you know, that's a really great, great thing to do because that amps up her sexual desire. Getting, receiving your testosterone through her saliva amps up her sexual desire for you. So you have to think of these ingenious ways as to, um, you know, getting her to, like, you know, come over on your side. Another thing that, that we talked about is uh, you could, uh, maybe you can show her a video and maybe you can lean in and maybe your shoulder is touching her shoulder. Just lean in or maybe even lean in with your head, too. It's like so that you're touching shoulders and touching the head. Um, in order to communicate that you want to physically be close to her. Okay, so those are some things to think about. Um, until next time, we will see you here every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, log on to my Facebook fan page and to the TuneIn app, and we will see you uh, back after the holiday. Hope you ha guys have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. 